Flame on, Media Monsters! It's clobberin' time. Welcome to uh, this week's episode of Media Monsters with uh, Al and Jim. On this week's episode, we are going to be fancasting the Fantastic Four ahead of San Diego Comic-Con. It's expected to be the big thing, so we're all excited and we all got our little opinions on <laughs> who we want to uh, take over this film. But before we do that, I, I do want to uh, just talk about the, the panel in general, what maybe we expect to see as uh, as a group of three huge nerds. So, um, Alex and Jim, welcome back to the show. Great, great as always to have you. Hey, guys. This episode should be fantastic. <laughs> I know, that was very corny. Good, very good. I, I'm, I'm here, man. I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited. I've been thinking about this all week. I'm excited to get my picks. I'm excited to hear what the news is. I'm excited to dispel all rumors. <laughs> and, uh... You know what? I'm really excited to get into it. And you know what I mean? Enough said. Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping that we would see something in the new Facebook group. So if people want to look us up on uh, on Facebook, there is a Media Monsters group that just started this week. All right. So, yeah, like I said, we're going to begin with um, Comic-Con and, and what we expect to be announced. Uh, so, interesting thing that Kevin Feige said coming into announcement season of, of summer was that we had basically seen everything of Phase 4 that they had given to us at the last Comic-Con. So what that leaves us with is stuff like Fantastic Four. It leaves us with stuff like Blade, Secret Invasion, Black Panther 2 is probably going to be the key headliner at Comic-Con. So that's definitely going to get a lot of attention and will potentially contain someone from the Fantastic Four. Yeah, what, what are you guys thinking about all this? I'm excited. I've heard a couple different rumors. Um, some I'm really excited about, especially about uh, one of the characters in uh, Ant-Man and Quantumania. Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. Let's get I'm into excited. it. Let's get into it. MODOK. It's MODOK. I'm MODOK. excited about it. <laughs> and, and what sucks is what sucks is they've already cast the perfect MODOK in the animated Absolutely. Stuff. He's absolutely a, he is Patton abs- oswald is fantastic but now, as MODOK. now Patton's pip the troll and you can't use it and the the second the other best choice is you know is peter dinklage and you can't you can't use him so it it's just like you could but you know i i hope that they just don't get into the chris evans do you know i hope do you know who supposedly is going to be modok i I heard the name the other day, and it, it just at one o'clock in the morning, listening to a podcast on the way home from work. I, I, it didn't click who it was. So, so. it's supposedly going to be Corey Stoll. Do you remember who Corey Stoll was in the MCU before? Oh, was he? Um, oh, what's he's a Yellow Jacket. Yeah, yeah. So, ah. So supposedly ah. he was like sucked into the quantum realm, and he's now Modok somehow. <laughs> Oh, that it that is cool. Okay, so yellow yeah, okay, cool. I'm I'm good with that. Because like a... someone actually pointed out the way his arms like shrink when he's like in his final death scene, there's like a bit where he like it's almost like his body is so big but his his limbs are not and he kinda looks like Modoc. It may be a stretch for, for like that's continuity cool, now, but Yeah, that that's cool. I mean, maybe we'll get the Elvis Modoc. <laughs> what does that entail? What is that? It's it's Modoc, but he has he has a pompadour and he's got Elvis glasses. That's like his, <laughs> one of his things. And or the multi Modoc, where you have a bunch of mo- different uh, Modoc clones. It's pretty cool. No, I can I can get behind that. That's that's plausible. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So there's there's been a few other things that they like didn't get around to talking about, but they announced. So Quantum Mania is one of those things. Uh, like I said, Secret Invasion. Ironheart they announced, but they haven't really said anything about. Supposedly, 
Ironheart's going to be showing up in Black Panther 2, so that ought to be that'll be so. good. Ought to be good fun. There's there's been some interesting rumors about who the villain of Ironheart is. Supposedly it's going to be Zeke Stain, the uh the son of Ezekiel Stain from uh the first Iron Man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Huh. And yeah. supposedly this is, you know, it's all this <laughs> this episode is just going to be a bunch of hearsay, but uh supposedly it's uh Alden Ehrenreich is is playing uh Zeke Stein, uh young Han Solo for uh <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can't yeah, yeah. that they, name. I, I, I blanked <laughs> on that for a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, I um, think that'd be cool. I can I I got, you know, either way, I I'm just not even excited about Ironheart. I really hope that it kind of just whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. don't care. I mean, when was Iron? We're, Ironheart I mean, was we're just that... we're getting to that point where like they're putting out so much stuff that you can't care about everything. So I don't really Dude, blame you. When did I? When did Ironheart get a, get announced? Like two years ago? At this point, yeah, I think so. 2019? No, 2020. I think they oh. did it during their like shareholder yeah. thing when they announced like ten TV shows at once, and we were like, "Are you sure about all this?" Yeah, I think they gave a guy, you know a bottle stuck him in a room gave him some crayons and said you know what just come up with some stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) other other things that they've kind of said are happening but not in any official capacity include the daredevil reboot and captain america 4 and we know that captain america 4 is going to have news because there have been posters placed around uh comic-con with uh sam cap and uh you know some of the other characters so that did you did you literally just say it's gonna have cap nudes or news <laughs> cap news man <laughs> i don't know because thor's butt showed up and they might be like breaking new ground so you know being daring oh, boy <laughs> uh, man i i don't think i've gotten a chance to talk about love and thunder <laughs> I was disappointed by it, man. But anyway. All right. We're, we're, to the future. We're not here for that. <laughs> we're not here for that. Um, I assume we'll we'll learn some stuff about Guardians, too, as well. Uh, Guardians 3. <laughs> yeah. So oh, this is... Or the holiday special. Yeah. Dude. Okay. So with with everything, uh, you know, go back and going back to Cap 4. Like, yep. it seems like everything is 4 for, for Phase 5. In yeah. the 20s. In well, the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the thing is, is that, like, a lot of this stuff... Some of this stuff shouldn't have gone on. Some of this stuff shouldn't have gone on past their little trilogy. I don't know, because that Captain America 4 is going to be weird, because it's, like, a new cap. So, is that going to be, like, its own... Is it going to try and, you know, like, be its own trilogy? Or is it going to try and latch on to the Captain America storyline as it is? I always feel like he has some sort of guilt about, you know, being Captain America versus just being what American Eagle. I mean, it's just kind of. Well, I mean, my... it's uh, <laughs> it's what they've like tried to establish is that like there is weight to being Captain America, and I don't know. It's not a bad arc to to be like, oh, Captain America has has doubt because he's not Steve Rogers, the perfect soldier. So and that's, I think that's what gives that really get, gives perspective to Falcon and how much he does respect um, Cap and and respects everything about it. So it it does give a lot of yeah. good stuff. But you know the same thing. I also heard the rumor that even though it's not from Marvel, that we're getting Spider Man Four. Yeah, yeah, this week too. Again, again, you're, it's like I guess we're not going to give up Phase Four, are we? Yeah. So I. <laughs> so- 
I think Feige at some point said that, like, we're kind of done with phases now. Like, movies will just kind of happen as they will. And there will just should. be, like, other stuff. Like, the multiverse stuff. Meanwhile, like, Hawkeye can happen still and just be, like, this little grounded story. Which I is, think they should. That's a good that's idea. Great. Yeah, that's a great idea. Well, um, I, I think the main thing is that they're not going to all focus around, like you know the tesseract and all the stones and stuff like that there's there's no common thread that's going yeah. between them anymore i think well i think no i think that there's there's just multiple storylines going on i think we're getting into like a multiverse saga and then we're getting into like a street crime saga with like hawkeye and daredevil and echo and all of them yeah. and then yeah don't you i mean don't you think that uh, that also gives them uh, so much more freedom yeah to, like because you know yeah. what i mean you can't just go it's kind of like as a kid when you're like, oh, the new fall season's coming out and that didn't come back. And so we got to wait another till what? <laughs> Summer? For, do you know what I mean? Like it, it really is. If they're going to do that, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm excited about the Daredevil news. I mean, they they got writers and I think a showrunner at this point. So I hope that they have like something to tell us at, at Comic-Con. I heard they, they're going to rep- are they they're replacing Elektra, aren't they? It's a different actress. That's what that one leak said, but that was also the one that was proven wrong about Anthony Starr's schedule. So you know mm-hmm. you can't you can't trust anything. Oh yeah, Werewolf by Night is supposedly going to happen and be announced at uh, Comic Con. Which yeah, uh, that's that'll that's be exciting. good. That'll be good. Apparently, uh, Gil Garcia Bernal from like uh, Itumama Tembien, some like foreign movies. Uh, <laughs> he's he's going to be Werewolf by Night. Uh, so. But- I'm excited for that. Do you think that this is like with Blade coming out and and Werewolf by Night? Oh yeah, I think this yeah. is getting into like the weird, like kind of horrorish it's... side of the MCU. Yeah, but now you have Daredevil. We're waiting. We're waiting on Ghost Rider. And Man then... Thing is supposed to appear in Werewolf by Night. And we're also going to get. You know what I mean? They haven't. They're keeping John. Uh, John Brethall is is the Punisher. Yep. So from all we've heard, you get there. You go Midnight Suns. Yeah. Hey, is Agent of Shield are are they just ignoring that? Is that not canon anymore? Oh yeah, no that 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 hasn't been canon since about season four. (laughs) Hey, are they? I I don't think I don't think any of it's canon anyway. I mean, it's canon in the multiverse, but (laughs) I I tell you, they did a really good job with the ghost uh, Ghostbuster. Sorry, Ghost Ghost Rider. Rider character. I thought you know that was pretty darn compelling what they did with them they didn't stay with with the uh the old storyline and you know <laughs> luckily no nicholas cage but uh, they you know, so they I, went with the other guy who's there there've been a few ghostwriters but it's what's that guy's name it's not johnny blaze it's it's um no it wasn't johnny blaze it's is one of the other ghostwriters yeah is it the spanish gentleman yeah yeah okay. yeah gentleman so <laughs> gentleman. uh what's it called also it's it's, I'm glad they they've abandoned Agents of Shield. I really do. I really am because yeah, you know, I as mean, well as Runaways and in what Lock and Key. Yeah. So I think I think they were right to basically only bring in the Netflix guys, and I don't even know if they're bringing back that that Iron Fist. <laughs> I don't think Finn Jones I, is going to survive the <laughs> the transition. I, it's so funny, man. Like that's that's another thing though. But I did I did hear a rumor that they are keeping. They're keep well. Obviously, they're keeping Black Bolt, and they're keeping the girl who played um, Medusa. Uh, see, the the casting I read said Medusa had been replaced. Really? Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know I what to make it, of it. They, I yeah. They, like I said, these this is the rumor mill, and we're not going to know until 
it's announced. <laughs> and I mean, even then, we still might not know for another uh, few months because it's not announced at Comic-Con. So, I mean, they're starting with what? They're starting with the animation stuff first? Yeah, I think the animation panel's going first. So that'll contain I Am Groot, What If, uh, that Spider-Man show probably that they were talking about. X-Men 97, I got to assume, is going to be the main thing. And then Marvel Zombies has also been announced as an animated show. We'll, I think uh, Marvel Zombies will be good. That It should be good. I don't know. I didn't super love the episode, the What If episode for it, so... If there was one person I would th think to do Marvel Zombies out of anybody, um, just because it's such a, a goofy idea in its in its own way, yeah. Um, why wouldn't you have Sam Raimi doing it? Well, it's, why wouldn't you go? Oh. So the one thing I want out of this, if it was live action, the one thing I want out of this, and I'm kind of mad that they didn't do it in Multiverse of Madness, was to have some kind of reference to marvel zombies versus army of darkness that's what i was excited that was, with that was a with, comic with, that happened i know and it was like it was like oh it's ash ash is in it it's been confirmed ash is part of the marvel universe now <laughs> cinematic universe because i mean yeah like you said <laughs> all right somebody else brought bruce campbell up before me i'm impressed <laughs> hey hey the rest of us like bruce campbell too man <laughs> i hope that i hope that he uh you know, during San Diego Comic Con, they announced that the petition went through, and that uh, <laughs> yes, he, he's he's joining Aquaman too. And, <laughs> I'd love as, that. I love it. <laughs> you know, replacing Amber Heard, but just, I think that's pretty cool. Deep fake his face on her body. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but, but that's yeah. So animation stuff. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. I, I, I do think that we should keep an eye out on, on Black Panther because apparently um, Doctor Doom may be showing up and we know almost for a fact now at this point that Namor is showing up in that. So that'll be... Which is interesting because both of those groups have strong connections to the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And now that, you know, and now that everything else is four, that's uh, why wouldn't it be Fantastic Four that they, they announce and they're it's like, It's got to hey, come really... out in 2024, right? We, it has we, to. They always we, do we, it on like 2005 and 2015. They have to yeah, do we, 2024 this time, please. Yeah, we've dropped the ball on everything else. So, when, you know, no more phases because everything else is number four in, in phase five for the 20s. <laughs> You know, those are math jokes, people. Math jokes. Math jokes, people. Math jokes. <laughs> All right. So, so speaking of Fantastic Four, yeah, wait, have no, we been dancing around this? No, let's go back to you know the. Okay, let's go back to the rumors of what sure. we might see at San Diego Comic Con before we get into okay. what's the expected. <laughs> uh, I like you said, Ant Man and Quantumania. I've heard that. You know, they're already doing the test runs of the movie. I've heard the rumor that that. Giancarlo Esposito bugging out is going to show up to announce <laughs> X-Men. I I don't believe that because... I think it's too soon. Yeah. I think no, it's I, too soon. They'll focus on the Fantastic Four for this one. Oh, Deadpool 3 will probably get some news because they've been, yeah. we've been hearing a lot about it for, for a movie that hasn't been officially announced. And that's, that's kind of the telltale signs with some of these. It's like, you know, Daredevil hasn't been officially announced and Cap 4 hasn't been officially announced, but... It's... I'm sorry. You, you, I thought you were kidding. Giancarlo Esposito really was bugging out. Yeah, yeah no, he was, dude. He was. <laughs> yeah, that's hysterical. I thought it was. I thought you were kidding. No, no. I, I'm not throwing slander here, man. <laughs> Come on. 
no, he's, on, he's, bug, he's bugging out and do the right thing. But it's it's so <laughs> funny because, you know, considering his character now, I, <laughs> dude, if if they really are casting him as as Professor X, I'm I'm good with that. As yeah. opposed to, I mean, because I looked it up, I was like, wait a minute. I said, when in my life was Charles Xavier ever English? He talked. He talks like Kramer. Don't I mean not like like Fraser? So I mean, he has that waspy voice, but like in dialect. But he doesn't. He's from New York City. Yeah, York no, it's City. it's never made any sense that he's he's a British man in the movies. He's, he's but, no, he's he's from the Hamptons. Yeah, so it's still New York. Yeah. I mean, and like Not like New York I said, yeah, like I said, that he doesn't. I don't have a problem with it because you can't argue height. I, I know that's a low thing to say, but you can't argue height on Professor X because <laughs> yeah. he, he he's sitting down, and if he needs to be taller, he'll just hover a little bit more <laughs> I mean, come put, on. A, put a box under his feet <laughs> but yeah i mean that's just unless they pulled like some sort of when they announced this back in the you know back when it got announced when the guy came out and announced batman v superman where he just he just did a monologue and he comes out and he says his thing and with and that's that's enough of a tease yeah so, I don't know. We'll we'll see because I know like last Comic Con they ended with like we still didn't talk about the Fantastic Four That's or why. mutants or yeah because he listed things specifically that like they did not get to. So it makes me wonder if like those are the things that'll be talked about. But and that's all why the I think stuff they, changes. Sorry, that's what ahead. you know. Like I said, that's why I, that's why I really think that X Men won't be announced until d23 it's too if, big of a thing it, it could be like its own announcement like it doesn't even have to be a part of like the marvel studios like it could be well, the, like just a big panel of like announcing everybody and all the projects think, that's gonna gonna be attached i think the next big pressure announcement um because that's what i call these i call fantastic four pressure announcement is, is a pressure announcement because they have a lot of a lot a lot a lot riding on what they're gonna say and who they're gonna cast because they are they're screwed if they don't get it, it, it absolutely cor correct i think the next thing would be if spider-man finally comes to the like officially to the mcu under our umbrella he's ours he's like no longer sony, just, sony doesn't own it any longer that's yeah. not gonna happen man i know but that would be like i think that would be the most <laughs> phenomenal one i mean that's, that'd be the are, biggest treat for us but yeah or when they finally get rid of you know the x-men out of universal studios and put it into Disney World, Marvel Studio, Marvel uh, Islands of Adventure. <laughs> yeah, that's another. Oh God, all so, of this stuff is so caught up in like so many legal like contracts and yeah, it's, it's such a mess. All right. <laughs> so, with that being said, with that being said, what uh, what can we really look forward to? What's what's the biggest movie of Phase Four? Howard the Duck too. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be that'd be good if they if they just pulled that rug out from under us and they said Howard it's, the Duck too. Leah Thompson's pissed because it ruined her career. That's you know she said revenge. I heard a thing that she she said she would direct a Howard the Duck too. Oh Jesus, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, well. But but anyway, Phase Four. Phase Tastic Four. <laughs> Fantastic for yeah. yeah. All right, boys. So we're we're here. Let's uh let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Fantastic Four, Marvel's first family, as they are uh, so so gleefully called. 
we are, uh, so, like I said at the beginning of the episode, we're fan casting today, so I don't think we should start with Reed, because Reed is, you know, Reed's the big one, I think, mm-hmm. especially after the John Krasinski thing. By the way, disclaimer up front, apparently John Krasinski might not be the mainline Reed, so if all of our Reeds are not John Krasinski, that is why. Um, yeah, I, I know Multiverse of Madness probably threw some people for a loop with that one, so. What is... I mean, this is now what? Let's let's really face it. This is now going to be the fourth. Oh, the the fantastic fourth casting of the mm. fantastic Te- four. Technically, <laughs> technically fifth for Reed. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There's that. How are? Hey, hey, are we? Are we? Um, totally ignoring the one that came out in like the what was it? 1990s. It was. That's why I said. That's the... why I said it was the fifth okay. for Reed. <laughs> It's, it's do- a fifth for read, okay. We're doing math jokes, Jim. Math jokes <laughs> no. all night long. They're logical. <laughs> no, so um, that's the thing is you go, okay, how do we approach this? How do you hope that they're going to approach it? And this is all our opinion, people. This is anecdotal. Don't, don't, you know, don't hit me with hate mail on this one. This is anecdotal, and this is just how we see it. So relax. Um, but how would you... <laughs> Nick, how would you how would you approach it? Like what? So, like what would what would be your ideal Fantastic Four movie? I am gonna go off of what little they told us in the Multiverse of Madness. I want to go with the popular fan theory, and it is a popular fan theory that these guys are somehow coming from the 1960s because of some experiment gone wrong. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want I want them to be like this retro thing that has come to the modern day and they're a little bit out of it but you know Reed'll Reed'll figure it out quickly and so will everybody else but I I really would like to see that uh that go on for you know how they get here and what the story is for them because Doctor Strange says something along the lines of didn't you guys burn up in the 60s so I yeah, I just I want to go along and play with that because I think that would be really fun. That's cool. That's cool. I didn't catch that. I never even I never even caught that. Yeah. Um, I, well, oh, I'm done. So so go. I'm exiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exiting. Mine mine makes no sense now. <laughs> so 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 going with um, tone. Yeah, but no. Like otherwise, I don't know if it's gonna make sense because why would Doctor Strange know about him? Would you Would you put it in the same feel as um multiverse of madness as a as the somewhat adventuresome lighthearted, um family friendly granted it is disney all, so all of I these get multiverse it. of madness things no so i i mean if you're if you're doing a joke on multiverse of madness but yes i would definitely do a more playful tone i would not go like straight comedy like some of the weird stuff no. that they did in the 05 movies but i the do dance think or dance-a-thon yeah i do think that this movie should be lighter in tone but it shouldn't be mm-hmm. like because like they like when they did it with 2015 like it just it just sucked like it it just it left a bad taste in your mouth the fantastic four should be a little bit more lively than cronenbergian horror um, so what it yeah what what is what's what's uh so when what okay so let's let's go back to san diego comic-con because i've been thinking about this one all day i've been thinking about this one and how they were going to tease it and how they were going to come through is they're going to make you think it's 
an Avengers, um, an Avengers announcement, and they're bringing on, they're bringing up the outline of the A, and it drops off, and it's it's the four. Okay. And they, okay. And it, I kind of see that in the, po- okay. in the teaser poster. Yeah, I think that would be cool. I, and says something like, like joking, like it's clobbering time or a fantastic new day is coming. Something, something <laughs> fantastic is coming. Because yeah. I mean, we saw what did we see in uh, what was it? Far it, from it, home. Yeah, you saw that. One, two, three, four, whatever. And it's like big things are coming. coming. Yeah, fantastic things are coming. Yeah. So I mean, with that going on, the whole idea that they bought Baxter Tower, that it wasn't that it wasn't. um, They bought the the Avengers uh, Tower. You know what would be interesting if they said that Avengers Towers was Baxter Tower. That'd be cool shit. is, Is that what you're saying? No, I didn't think about that, but yeah. Because, like, like, if they burned up in the 60s, then, you know, they lost that building, and then... And I would say, yeah, that's how they did the Avengers logo. He's just, like, he was being stupid. He's, like, just strap an N to it, you know what I mean? (laughs) And turn it into, turn the 4 into an A, which would be, would would support that. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, Cap can still be the first Avenger if it's from the 60s. And that's the thing is... He's the first Avenger. He's not the, you know, Captain Fantastic. And, and you know, there was, like, the Hank Pym adventures that he had in, like, the first movie during, like, the Cold War or whatever he was doing. I know. Yeah. Remember. Who? Captain America? No. Uh, uh, like, Ant-Man. In Hank, War II. Hank Pym. <laughs> Hank Pym Ant-Man. Because yeah, remember yeah, yeah. they show those, like, little, like, snippets yeah. and flashbacks of, you know, whatever. Um, right. I think the the 60s thing will be good. I don't know if that'll work in with this one, two, three, four, because obviously that means they're already alive again. Uh, yeah. And making that the Baxter building, so maybe that'll be. <gasps> what if they else. went to the? Oh, what if they went to the quantum realm? That is a theory that's been floated. Oh, I I rad. think that that's possible. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe then if Quantum Mania's like post credit scene is going to probably be them like floating around and then they get. They get Fantastic like... Quattro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed. So, Jim, what would you? How would you approach it? I, I'm blown away by how, what Nick is saying, and, and yeah, I, Nick, what the hell, I didn't, dude? I'm done. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. This I is didn't what happens when you spend hours online looking into this stuff. Oh God, no, no. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I kind of took. Uh, I, I just looked at people who I think you know, fit the characters. I didn't think about a backstory or think about any connections to the movies that are already uh, out in the, the, the current Marvel studio stuff. Uh, and I just tried to ignore the, the three fantastic four movies that have come before. Uh, and I just cast it like based on who I thought you would... went clean slate approach. Yeah. Clean slate. Definitely. Who and, uh... You know, and I tried to keep in mind, you know, your your our uh, Chris Evans rule. Um, although I think I think that he did a fantastic Johnny Storm. Even though the MCU know. has broken the Chris Evans rule itself, I don't right, care. Right, <laughs> we haven't. Right, I mean, you know, if I could have Jessica Alba back, I'd, you know, but you know, that's that's just me yeah. and and my. I'd have Michael Chiklis back in a heartbeat, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of those characters were fantastic. It's just that the the storylines were horrible, or you know, uh, or Galactus the... was a cloud, and it makes... yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Al, I don't, I don't know. Did you expand upon how how you would? Uh, yeah, I it? actually. Okay, so let me ask you both this: Would you have a backstory, like an origin story? 
other than oh, we, other than that what? little 60s bit uh yeah. probably not i i think it'd okay. be good for yeah. them to just I, go I, into it i yeah, think i think the current movie style is to get away from backstories and that's, i think we yeah. just overdid it with batman so many effing times and look at what they look what they did with um look what they did with with uh spider-man with tom holland no backstory works perfectly that's right i avoided a backstory completely i i avoided a backstory i avoided any goofiness to it um i went with a very i went with a very serious tone as serious as you can be with it um some psychedelic dealing with the idea because we're dealing on on we're now into the cosmic level of stuff and being the fact that dooms one of his main folk one of his main things is the fact that he deals with metaphysical science and real science and um witchcraft that we get into those cosmic elements and not that not psychedelia of it just the very very mind bendingness of it um without alienating people but a very serious tone to it that's logical um because you're gonna have to put you know we can't lose it on a guy that can you know stretch out and another guy who you know turns to gets hard and turns to orange rock yeah i mean that's i mean that's kind of the thing so do you want to say who your director is and i'll I'll say who mine is and i'll yeah i i would go with uh because of because of the fountain and because of mother, I would go with Darren Aronofsky. I would. And and I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the fountain. I like mother a lot. I thought about Hugh Jackman's character in the fountain. And yes, he was dealing with a lot of existential stuff and some very spiritual and metaphysical, but he was a scientist. It hit me. And I was like, the big thing is going to be, the reason why I asked you with like the Sam Raimi thing is I noticed with Sam Raimi, it's a very, um, the blues are really Royal. The reds are really Royal. The yellows are really gold and the face it. We all know that the fantastic four wears blue spandex, you know, these are coming from the sixties, uh, with Jack Kirby and stuff like that. This is a very color, you know, a very, the colors are very bold. And so you get, you know, you would have very muted tones and a very serious tone with very colorful aspects to it. And that's just, I have a, a, a very tense story involved. And yes, I know it's a Disney property, but we, we've done with the goofiness of it. But look at how well, you know, Endgame, you know, Endgame worked and Infinity War worked. I mean, I know those are the royals. Those are the absolute, the grail. But those dealt with very serious matters at times, but very goofy matters at times, and they pulled it off. But Darren Aronofsky is who I would pick. If I wasn't picking him, I would pick Brad Bird because of uh, Tomorrowland. So, all right, yeah, both of those, both of those are uh, pretty good. They're kind of out there. I just, I, I know this is all speculative, but I do gotta say that I just don't think Darren Aronofsky would go for it more than anything else i just don't think he would want to sign on to something like this again i didn't i mean i'm i'm i might just put my checkbook away to all my actors (laughs) i'm writing checks to tonight i mean it's just that's how it you know when i sat down and i and i thought about these things all the actors i picked all the actors very interesting movie i'm not yeah all the actors i picked i thought about how would they interact with each other how would they look on screen yeah how how would they how do they look paired up 
right next to each other when you look at the when i picture them yeah and i picture like do they look like a married couple uh reed and sue is chemistry available and and johnny and susan's uh chemistry as well as brother and sister exactly and it's just like that's the problem with jessica alba and chris evans uh their brother and sister their brother and sister and jessica alba is not fully caucasian correct i think dude honestly i think i believe 2015 kate mara and uh what's his name uh the guy who played johnny storm in that even though they were literally like he's literally they, adopted i think they did that dynamic a little better than that's yeah than that's those fine. ones did yeah that's fine but like it was just like okay we've got because weren't yeah. they in they were the two of them were in another movie together like deep blue something or something like that. i don't know what they were in together i don't know but it, but i was like that's when I, and that's another thing. Also, when I picked my people, I went and I looked at height. I went and looked at age. I went and looked at, like, <laughs> like I said, I, I with, with Doom, dude, Doom, you have to, Doom has to be a muscular because he's, I, in you're going to be kicking a, yourself when you hear my Doom, man. I think, a, I think I, I got a, I got a hell of a Doom. It's not that Doom has to be, muscular he has to pull basically a giant iron suit and yeah he probably has some rigs in there like the way tony does all right all right all right i yeah, so i think we got that's it what i'm saying let's yeah let's let's get a little more into this i'll i'll quickly finish up that director thing just by saying that for that kind of lighter tone i want some comedy i want some some serious but i think the best man for the job would be matthew vaughn of kingsman and kick he's my name. he's actually my third He's actually my third. He's um, he said he's always wanted to do it. Whenever those movies failed, he would go on interview and be like, "I would love to make one of these if you ever want to do one right." That's so, yeah. I like the. I like did that. he do? Did he do King's Man? I think so. Yeah, he's done oh. all three of those. Yeah, oh he's kind of fallen off a little bit, yeah. but I'm I'm yeah. willing to give that him another shot. Good. Yeah, that's, I mean, look at look at was it David Ayer with yeah. Suicide Squad and Fury? Come yeah, on, completely. I maybe David no. No, not David no, Ayer. no, I... not David Ayer for. No, <laughs> I'm giving. <Ew. laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, it's just. I think the problem is now. Did we mention, by the way, that Steven Spielberg was rumored to make this movie for oh, for no, like about please. 15 yeah. minutes on Twitter <laughs> before someone yes, was like, no. "Yeah, this is not happening." But no. would you? It, I, I, I think, think that would be shouldn't... great. That would be no as a uh... as a as a legacy director being chosen for an MCU project. Steven Spielberg for Fantastic Four is an excellent choice. Again, this is this is opinion. I'm not saying you're just shitty, but it's just not right. <laughs> <laughs> Your fucking Darren Aronofsky opinion isn't right either, man. Well, I'm I, sorry. I'll tell you, you know, no, I didn't, I just, yeah, I didn't I did. pick a director. I didn't pick a director because uh, you You'd know, probably right, go uh, with Brad Bird. I, he already you know, made, he I, already I, made the best Fantastic Four movie when he made The Incredibles. Well, there yeah, you go. I didn't. He, I didn't even put it in that that idea. I just thought of the Incredibles, and he did one of the Mission Impossible movies, and I think he did Mission Impossible three. Yeah. Um, no, he know, did uh, four. four. Three. Three was okay. uh, Abrams. Good, because okay. I didn't like three. Three is the worst <laughs> of Mission Impossible movies, in my opinion. Yeah. But um, I, I, you know, I, I'm not a director person. I, you know, I could tell you who Lucas and Spielberg and and Taika Waititi and just a couple of handfuls of, of directors. Yeah. And, you know, but, but I, you, you know, don't have I, anybody in mind. I, I don't have anybody in mind. Okay. Um, you know, all right, well then let's, uh, 
I don't want. Like I said, I don't, I don't want to begin with Reed. So let's begin with uh, Ben Grimm. Johnny, Ben Grimm. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's a good place to start. All right, uh, Jim. Why don't you uh, Why don't you give us your Ben Grimm? Man? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give you one, and it's not really my my choice. Oh, you Jonah died. Hill. Oh Christ! No, oh, no, 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 no. What? <laughs> no, no, he not just... Jonah Hill. No, I, 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 you know, Ben Grimm. I think of him as one of the funnier characters, and I think of him as being kind of short and and husky. Um, and that's why Jonah Hill came to mind, but I really wasn't saying I really wanted Jonah, Jonah Hill, Hill isn't husky anymore though. He's, he's gone, he's, he's shaping up. And, and then I thought, he of, looks like Pip the troll. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, you know, I, I've been seeing a lot of pictures of Norman Reedus, Norman Reedus lately. I'm like, that would be interesting. No, he he's, he's ghostwriter already Nor- though. Oh, is he? Okay. And not not so already, that, but like we think yeah. that he's going to be. He wants, he wants it, it so bad. He wants it. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's a logical choice. Motorcycle you know, he, man. He, he, yeah. Wow. Yeah, sorry, that's true. You, that's true. But keep going. Writer, is, yeah. So who's who's um, your but who's your but guy? you know I also think that I think that he's one of the funnier characters too. Yeah. And when I think of funny, one of my favorite shows that's funny, like like I can laugh at almost any episode. I think of Scrubs. I got to go with Donald Faison. I think that's for a little the thing for okay. the thing. Yeah, I think he could pull off. You know, even though he's almost six feet tall, which I didn't realize until I looked it up. I think that you know when he's in rock form, yeah, maybe he is that tall. And I don't think that that has to be, you know, a, a real defining characteristic his height. But you know, he. I think that that would be a very interesting way to to put a take on it and and you know have him be the one doing clobbering time you know but he's also somebody who everybody in the neighborhood loves how old is he do you know i'd say he's about my age i do still get carded oh my but God. No. All right. I, I would say he's probably late 40s yeah I just do you, that's that feels too old for me, but you know I well, I do of, I think that would be that good. I have chosen most of these people that I've chosen. I did choose a cast that is now an older, an cast. older cast. Okay, yeah, I did yeah. too. I did too. I think the only one younger is is Johnny Storm. All right, I put him in. Yeah, so what? Okay, so who'd uh, who'd you do for Ben Grimm? The thing? Me? Yeah, who's your clobbering time? Tyler Perry. Does, Ty- does it? Doesn't Alex look orange right now like the thing? He does. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Tyler, Tyler Perry? Perry? Can I he say it? That. Tyler Perry. Christ, you say guys just joke. cut me off five times. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tyler all right. Fucking... <laughs> Tell us about Tyler Perry, man. Tyler Perry. Um, I, you know what it was? Was that I think everyone gets away from the fact that, that Ben Grimm is actually a smart dude. He's actually like he's not as smart as is Reed, but he's not he's not dumb. He's a logical individual. Um, he's compassionate. He's um, but at the same time, I thought about the whole idea of um, how would he interact with Sue and and Reed, um, as well as having a any interaction with Doom, as well as my pick for Johnny Storm. Looking at could I picture the two of them? talking to each other him talking to him like a younger brother but joking on him at the at the same time and t- treating him like this 
you know what I mean? The little brother, but the spoiled brat adult. Um, yeah. I, I just, I don't, it, it hit me and I was like, you know what? Look at him in Gone Girl and look at sure. him in all the stuff that's not Medea. And he's, <laughs> sure. I mean, and that's the thing. He can, he can, I, and he's taller too, I believe. And I and just, he's used to fat suits. But I'm used to, I'm used, that's, that's how I pictured it. I pictured a very logical, individual who's able to not be as super serious as reed and has a human side to him still okay all right um i the approach i took wanted to emphasize one thing out of anything else i believe that ben Grimm, in this representation should be jewish so i wanted to choose a jewish actor i would have loved to have chosen a jewish new yorker but that is someone that I couldn't find that I was completely happy with. So who I came up with is someone who went to school in New York, and they are Jewish, and their name is Jake Johnson. Do you know who Jake Johnson is? Uh, oh, Jake Johnson. Who is Jake Johnson? Who is Jake Johnson? All right, he's a new girl. He is the voice of Spider-Man in okay. Into the Spider-Verse. Does he uh, look like uh, Oscar? Does, does he look like, what's it called? He Yeah, kind of. Kind I know of. what you're talking about. Oh, was he in, um, he wasn't in, in, what's it called? Um, the gifted, was he? I wasn't don't him, was know. It? I okay. have no idea. Okay. Jake Johnson. Yes. Yes. All right. So, so that's my guy, Jake Johnson. Uh, I just, I could definitely see him being able to do this. I, one of my friends talked about this and they said he could be used for something perhaps bigger because he is, he is a little bit of a star somewhat, but yeah, I just I think he would work well. I mean, he's very funny. He's very likable. Most things that he's in, he's like the the very like everyman. Even if he is like you know, I know he's supposed to be smart, but I don't know. I just from everything that I've seen, I think he would work very well as a Ben Grimm. Why did you, you pick know, him to be Jewish? Like, yeah, this is just it. it ben Grimm it, is Jewish. Be. It's he's he's so Ben Grimm is pretty much based on. Um, uh, Jack Kirby, and every time Jack Kirby would draw his Hanukkah cards, it was Ben Grimm. It was very quiet until about 2002 that it was like just this little like quiet open secret that Ben Grimm was Jewish because Jack Kirby was Jewish, and he's based oh. on Gollum, uh, a Gollum from from Jewish uh, folklore. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So I just huh. you know I wanted that to be part of it. You know what? I huh. have heard that. I have heard that that yeah, I've heard that about the Gollum thing, and I never thought about it. That's that's really that's 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 a super that's a wow that's a good that's a logical tr- wow good for you man right on and it's it's also <laughs> good that he's played you know face characters yeah but he's also got a background in playing um you know animated characters voice acting for animated characters because once he turns into you know uh the thing he's gonna have to be able to pull that off too absolutely all right so um. Well, Good, very different. All very different. Cool. So, so what do we have? We had Jake Johnson, Tyler Perry, and yours. Your final answer, Jim, was Donald Faison. Donald Faison. All right. So uh, let's get into our picks for Johnny. Started with Jim. Why don't I start with uh, Al for this one? Sean Sippos. Sean. From... Where would I know him? Outer Range. Outer uh, Range. So Outer Range is the is the Amazon show that had Josh Brolin in it. Okay. Uh, he just kind of plays a. I believe they're in Wyoming. I picture. I picture Johnny is coming from pretty much like a like a douchey frat boy in a way. I just kind of picture him as being very arrogant and reckless at times. 
And, uh, you know, but as well as being very, he is attached to his family. He's very much, and that's the character he plays. He plays a very douchey uh, family pride person, uh, individual um, who cares about the family no matter what. And that is someone that is very much into justice for wrongdoings is the main focus for his character as you know like i said very family oriented but at the same time a very uh, spoiled and selfish individual who has a lot of growing to do he's younger than the rest and so his interaction with uh his sister as well as not having such a strong relationship with reed but having a stronger relationship with ben because he doesn't have a strong relationship with reed you know he's got a, a brother sister relationship with with sue as well um i think this guy is um his size his age he's a how old he's is a, he man. if i may uh, who johnny yeah you're uh the the guy the guy you're sean zippos he's yeah. I, I believe he's like 36 okay uh, so i picture johnny storm as being around 31 32 I'm just coming in, coming out of being a younger, uh, like a really getting into the next phase of adulthood and learning uh, adulter responsibilities. And he's not a kid anymore. Okay, I because I went with quite a different approach for for uh, for Johnny. Um, Do tell. So for my Johnny, I chose someone who I recently saw could play an arrogant, hot-headed teenager in a little show called The White Lotus. And my pick ah. for Johnny Storm. Is Fred Heckinger? Oh, I was hoping it was John- Steven Zahn. <laughs> no, as a thing. <laughs> Fred Heckinger. Who did he play in that? Uh, he was the he was the kid. He was the the son of uh, oh, it- Steve Zahn, and uh, yeah, he was he was you. Yeah, <laughs> me. It was, it was you. That's who I that's who I thought of when I saw him every time. <laughs> but yeah, I I think he would be really cool. good. It would be like the opposite thing from what happened in white lotus but he'd love no, cool. his, he'd love his family and be part of it i just i think i think he really works i th- i don't know if he's like because i know he's supposed to be hot i know johnny storm is supposed to be a hot guy yeah but fred heckinger's like you know he's 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 an average looking dude which is is fine is probably the only thing working against this pick for me is is that he isn't like this dashingly handsome man but let's, oh, I think he could do it. Let's recast the entire movie with just the, the guys. The from... cast of White Lotus? Yeah, dude. <laughs> and the drunk the drunk old lady could be. Could, could be Sue. No the, the, no, the maitre d' could be, could be Dr. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Fred Fred Heckinger. That's that's my Johnny. Right on. What uh, What about you, Jim? <laughs> you know, one of the things I, I remember about Chris Evans being Johnny was what a wise ass he was um, and how funny he was. Uh, and I, I really liked how Chris Evans portrayed him. But I went with, you know, who, who do I think is physically a funny actor uh, as well as a really good comedian, but has physicality too. He might be a little old, but this actor can actually play younger characters too. Uh, and it is serial killer. Alex, you know who serial killer? Oh, serial Matthew killer? Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Shaggy. He's dude. He's stuck in Shaggy verse mode. <laughs> also, he, he's super he, old, man. He has gray hair at this point, man. No, yeah, I think he looks he, like a bum. I I think that he could. I think he could pull it off. Oh my I god, no, he he's 
He's I think if you if you made him a little bit more like a surfer dude who, you know, he he's spent a little bit too much time in the sun because well, you know, he's got bleached hair and I think he could definitely pull it off. I mean, he could have in 05. He's 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 so he's he's way too old for the Johnny window, man. Well, he's he's a little bit. uh, Yeah, he's about 51, 52 at this point. But um, most of the people that I picked are, you know, in their 40s and maybe early 50s. But I think that he has definitely portrayed uh, characters that that are younger than his actual age the whole uh, his whole career. But I think that he could physically be be funny, and All right. uh, you know, it, yeah, I like it as a as my choice. All right, all right. Who's your doom, Freddie Prince Jr.? <laughs> no, 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 don't go there yet. Hold I'm on. just joking. I'm joking. We gotta Freddie go. In, we gotta go in an order. <laughs> yeah, mine is. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So uh, there we go. We have uh, Matthew Lillard. Uh, Yours was I'm forgetting. Sean Sippos. Sean Sippos and Fred Heckinger. So that's uh those are our Johnnies. As for Sue, I think this will yep. be this will be an interesting one. Um Nick, you gotta go first on this one. Okay. Yeah. So uh Sue to me isn't every woman. She's smart. She's capable. She's been just about everything. She's been an actress, she's been an investigator, she's been a love interest for Namor and Black Panther. She's 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 everywhere. She's supposed to bring Reed down back to Earth. She's supposed to be a, a likable person. I know that that's not everybody's interpretation of the character in this podcast, but this is how I see Sue Storm. And so, for those reasons, I am choosing Community's Jillian Jacobs. Britta. Britta. I'm, I'm choosing Britta. Bagel. Yeah, so... Uh, Jillian Brita. Jacobs, hmm. uh, I just, I love her from com- uh, Community. I love her from, uh, you know, just seeing that. I haven't, admittedly, I haven't seen her in much else, but I know that she did dramatic stuff before she did Community. So I think okay. with her comedic talents, with her, her dramatic roles, I think that she is more than capable of signing on to uh, uh, an ensemble project like this, like she did with Community. And I think, you know... She has this kind of, of, you know, background where she could do pretty much anything, I think. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, Al, what about you, man? I picture Sue as being a very uh, cold individual. Uh, not not so much cold, but a little bit more callous and protecting of herself. A little bit more callous and protecting of everyone. Um, she loves her team. family. She loves her family. She loves, you know just everyone but at the same time a picture is being a very tormented held back individual she's got a lot of for lack of better expression it's like almost like a hormonal uh, situation all the time because of uh dealing with powers that's in her that, that have been introduced into her but that's that's what i've always pictured her as, as she i feel she's a very she's always she's kind of stuck in her own role of being reed's wife without being her own thing she's she is basically like the sidekick that's how i picture i picture her both and johnny coming from a very affluential family um so she's also been made to stay in a certain line and act in a certain way uh due to the way her family the way she was raised um and always always 
maintaining the character and uh, reputation of the family. And now she's tasked with, she's now part of Fantastic Four and she has to uphold that as well while handling her own stuff. With that, I went with uh, Rosamund Pike. She's the wife. She's the wife in Gone Girl. I think she even had some interaction with Tyler Perry on that. She might not have, but I know Tyler Perry is in Gone Girl as well. She's in the Uh, Doom movie. Yep, but this is <laughs> this is who I this is who I picture as Sue Storm. Uh, All right, yeah, so, I can see it. Pretty cool. All right, Jim. Jim. Um, I was thinking about how this actress is going to interact with you know her her love interest in in Reed uh, and her brother uh, in Johnny. Well, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I chose Selena Gomez. Uh, I know that she's significantly younger than the other two, but typically that's how Hollywood does it is they will pick a uh, a younger actress to go with older men anyway. You know, I I know that she's got, you know, some limited range compared to some of the other people I could have chosen. But, you know, she does work with some of the uh, aspects of what Alex said as far as, you know, yeah, she's got to keep the group together. Um, and sometimes can come across as kind of pushy, I'll say, you know, I I think that she's going to be somebody who could, it might be a bit of a stretch for her, uh, as an actress, but I think that that would be interesting to see. It'd certainly be a stretch for Reed. So how old is, how old is, and it would make more sense. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it, it'll Damn. make more sense when I tell you who my read is. But okay. Yeah. So who? Are, what is? What's your age on on Sue? Again, yeah, man, we're in your the Sue 40s. Johnny ages are completely off. They're fucked. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I, but it is her opinion. <laughs> it is my opinion, but I also, you know, the actors, actor and actress's age doesn't necessarily make the characters that age. Like I said. Hollywood tends to, you know, play fast and loose with actresses' ages more than they do with actors' ages. I don't think they try and do that anymore, though. Like, I think we've kind of tried to lean away from that for the most part. It's an interesting choice. I just, with your Johnny, it just, I'm just trying to make sense of this one. Why do I keep picturing the hair? Like, for Sue, I just had, like, the Super Karen... 60s haircut that's all that's all i think about and i'm like selena gomez kind of has that that's what a modern one yeah and the in the picture i'm looking at of rosamund pike she's got that too um jillian could certainly pull it off yeah i mean i picture it like i said i pictured her in her like 40 uh 42 40 but this is the problem is that there's also the other aspect of having a child two children later on so that's 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 the hump i'm kind of dealing with so but yeah that's the thing is i also looked at her relationship with uh the love interest of doom you know doom's affinity towards her so it can't be you know but doom's doom so that's a that's what i tried to picture i stayed away from the children thing right now but i tried to picture what's the how interested would you know what's the dynamic and age between the three of them and and everyone else and then here we are. Here we are at uh, Reed. Are we? Oh, uh, and I. Are we, are we? Do you want to talk about Doom before we talk about Reed? We we'll could talk about we, the other heavies after. We could talk about Doom. We could talk about Doom first. All right. All right, <laughs> Jim. Jim, who's your Doom? 
I want to know who you're doing this. <laughs> well, was it, it there? There was a leak supposedly earlier this week uh, where Howard Stern says that he was asked to be Doom, and no. no I think he was asked what... to be a part of the project. I don't think he was being asked to play Doom because that nah, I don't. Marvel would not do that. Marvel wouldn't go with no, Howard Stern for that. You know, and and I think Howard Stern, after being on air for forty some odd years would know when his mic is hot and when his mic is not hot, right? And I, I think that that was totally yeah, I think, fake. I think someone actually pointed out that he had done something like this in the past because I, 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 I don't think he's he's going to be a part of anything. Is fart that, man. Is... We're finally getting fart man. Maybe. No, I mean, he could be, you know, <laughs> he could be kind of like in, in Spider-Man, how they would show, you know, like uh, newsreels and stuff like that. But, you know, it, it might be something kind of showing the the New York flavor talking about Howard Stern or something like that, or maybe walking by. He's him the official and... DJ of Latveria. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or, or, or maybe he's, you know, like, um, like Bruce Campbell in the last Spider-Man movie where, you know, he's going to beat himself up for the entire movie, hopefully. But no, my, my choice is the, the Swiss army knife of actors. Uh, and maybe you'll pick it up just from there. And uh, half the words that he says in his current TV show, I, I wouldn't repeat on air. I'm going to pick Carl Urban. Wait, hold up. Er, nope. You've just been cast out, man. Why is that? That you broke the rule. All right. He's in Thor what Ragnarok. He's, oh, he's, is uh, he? he's, he's the yeah, he's, he's, uh, Scar. Yeah. Whatever his name is. Remember, he has that scene where he's like dual wielding. Desert assault rifles. Yeah, he's he's in Thor Ragnarok. Okay, okay so you're in violation. So <laughs> go oh, ahead. Viol- yellow card. Get yellow card. Uh, okay, so keep going, Car- Carl. Just go. Just keep going. <laughs> I'm like, what did I do? No, nope. um, <laughs> no. I I just think that he's he's somebody who could add a lot to the role. A lot. He's a very undervalued actor uh, that people are just starting to discover with things like The Boys. Looking at yeah. me, up. He, he's. I think he came to mind for my for another role, um, because of the way he was in Doom. I mean, in uh, sorry, in Dread. Yeah. The way he he was great in Dread. He was. I mean, look at him as oh, uh, Bo- oh. Bones okay. McCoy. Look at him yeah. as Bones. No, he was great as Bones. Yeah. So I mean, so we it, imagine that if he was. Well, I guess we do have to. Uh, once Beast shows up, I guess we're gonna have two Doctor McCoys. All right, Alex, <laughs> let's so, uh, let's hear you doom, man. I am gonna destroy his name, and I, I really am. Um, so my thing with Doom is that Doom, like I said, he has to be a pretty. He's a taller character. He has to be pretty uh, able-bodied to drag around a suit, um, whether how technologically advanced it is. Um, I picture there's almost like a, a suit of armor because that's a that's what Doom is. And, you know, he's a big suit of armor, as, as Stan Lee uh, he pointed out in Mallrats. He elaborated on him. But he the the person needs to be able to lug the suit around. Um, he also needs to... I picture him as almost like being in pain in the suit, uh, like the way that Vader is in pain, which fuels his anger a lot more. And he's just a very... He's an unhinged. He's a very obsessive... Uh, psychopathic but logical and composed individual at all times but being very physically able to hold his own and and fight if he has to Um, I went with Nikolaj uh, Koster-Waldu 
Am I saying it right? From uh, Jamie. I never know for sure. <laughs> yeah, Jamie Lannister from from Game of Thrones. Um, so that's what immediately with the suit of armor. That's what came up. That's what I thought of. He'd and, be a great uh, Hyperion. And also the fact that uh, you know, if, if they're elaborating on the fact that Doom was actually um, a very handsome, uh, egotistical individual, I also went with. Um, and that's why I saw it with Jamie Lannister on it with his psycho side. It's just how pretty he was. Um, and there were so many comments when they first introduced him. Am I, is it Jamie Lannister? Yeah. It's, okay. it's Jamie. So I also pictured him in shot collar. If you've ever seen shot collar where he goes to prison after killing, killed his best friend. And I think a, a, another driver in a drunk driving accident and he goes to jail over it. And he was, he's an accountant or something like that. And, he ends up being like the head of the the Aryan Brotherhood at the end by the end of the movie. Holy shit! Um, okay. Yeah, and it's it's a pretty insane movie, but he's just he has tons of fight fight scenes in the movie. He's very physical. Um, he's very psychotic and unhinged. And I just that's what I picture Doom being. He's he's two sides of every coin, but being obsessed with trying to bring his mother back, um, from the dead, as well. Um, and that's, dealing. That's a good choice, man. As well as thank you, as well as dealing with, um, you know, the the technical side of things and yeah, you know, running running Latveria and restoring that. So that's that's why I went with him. All right. Well, recently an actor did did a movie uh, uh, where he he did more than avenge his his mother. He avenged his father. He uh, he he saved his mother, and he killed Fiorer. And uh, so, uh, if if anybody knows what this is already, really, you're on Skarsgård, Alexander Skarsgård. That's you know built what? like That's... a champion. He looks yeah. handsome oh. as hell. I think it was the age thing. That's why I didn't do him. He's only I mean, forty five. He would I know. he would only be six years older than my my Sue and Reed. Yeah, Reed Reed and Doom to me are, and they're approaching forty seven, forty eight, forty nine. Almost even in the my actors are around that age. They're maybe even a little bit older, but that's good. Man. Yeah, man. I I just I had an epiphany. I was like, oh my god, he. This is it's, exactly what we need for Doom. It's funny because I was at Publix. I was at Publix and I was in, at the register today. And I looked over at the red box and and the sign for the Northman, and you just goddamn with it, how big he is, and as well as he is in uh, as big as he is in what's it called Tarzan. Yeah, he's yeah. great in Tarzan, and it's funny because I didn't pick him for Doom. So yeah, no, a, but I isn't that so good though? That's like that's it's every single checkbox we need. He's he's foreign, so he can do an accent for Doom if you want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he can. I just I it just clicked. Like it just makes sense when you think about all that he has done and all that like the way he looks, like that's doom out of suit to me yeah yeah it's yeah i think it's that's a good choice man but yeah that's uh anyway i i just i love that choice i'd be so hyped if if we got alexander skarsgård plus they have uh they have the elder skarsgård already oh uh, yeah and thor yeah we got I, don't a, they have a bunch i they may have they may have another one i know that uh they've got peter don't they already have peter Maybe I know they have what's his face in uh, Deadpool too. He he has his little cameo, Bill, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, 
Charlie, was he? In... I think. I think Peter Skarsgård yeah. was in uh, the Batman. I don't know if he's yeah. been in a Marvel movie yet, though. But Who knows? we're we're gonna get the whole Skarsgård clan. But you know, uh, it's a, a family movie. <laughs> it's the, is this a it's, take a shot word, Skarsgård? Skarsgård. Hey, it was only this it. part. It was only this the, part, all right? It will, it will be fine. Um, the, first fa- the first family of the MCU. It's true. There you go. No, but, actually, they, I think uh, the Russells have beat them to it. That's true. That's yeah, true. So. Um, so, villains are only as good as their heroes. And that leaves us with Reed Richards, the centerpiece of this whole family. And who... Mm-hmm. Uh, so, who would you choose to... Uh, to lead a family like this, to lead the first family, family of superheroes, Jim. A fantastic family, Jim. <laughs> Bring it home. Who's your fantastic family <laughs> founder? All right, so I'm gonna go with somebody who, you know, I think of Reed Richards as being very smart. Uh, I, of course, you know, when you p- picture Reed Richards, you picture the, the, the little bit of, uh, you know, graying on the sides. Uh, I pictured his uh, relationship with with Sue as well as you know john with with johnny and and his relationship with with ben too i i went a little out of the box uh i went with rami malik uh i think that you know he would be very interesting as a as a very intellectual person as well as you know seeing his relationship with sue uh would be you know i think that that might be some good chemistry on on screen but I, I mainly thought about, you know, how he would pull it off uh, intellectually. Yeah. Look at how devoid he is in Mr. Robot. You know, yeah. he's, that's true. He's kind of, and I, that's what I'm thinking about. And that's the thing is, is Reed is kind of clueless on some things mm-hmm. uh, from what we've seen portrayed. Um, but, you know, he's almost like he's, quote unquote, too smart for his own good at certain times, certain, you know, in human nuances. Yeah. And in the last bond, too. Yeah. So there's there's an interesting I, I was reading an interesting thread on Twitter about uh how to portray Reed as Reed is perhaps the only representation of autism in a superhero. Maybe that's reading too far into all of his little quirky nuances, but yeah, I I was compelled enough by this this thread that I thought uh thought about it. My guy isn't I the actor that I chose, I don't know if he's autistic, but you know. I should have fucking called you, man. Like, what the fuck, man? Mine are all screwed up compared to your choices <laughs> with these descriptions. You know, I might as well ch- cast Johnny Depp and everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's um, fantastic. My read, my my man. I so he's thirty nine. He's the same age as my Sue. He is someone that I think can do a a big intelligent performance, but it is one that can also be underlined with a a tinge of evil because at the end of the day reed richards can be evil we have seen this in the ultimate comics we have seen this sometimes in the normal comics but there is a there is a twinge of of overprotective almost you know maliciousness to to some of the things that reed does at least in the newer interpretations i see that i'm getting looks from some of our uh, some of our co-hosts well, no, I mean, no, I... you, you got to say that when you look at, you know, what he does with his son and, you know, sends him off into the future, that that's a little bizarre for a parent to do. I think the perfect Reed Richards to go alongside Gillian Jacobs, I was calling her Gillian and it's it's actually Gillian, I remembered, but <laughs> Dan Stevens of Legion okay. fame. I, okay. I, I think he would be a great Reed Richards if they decide not to bring 
Legion into the MCU. You know, it, it, it's really funny because, like you just said, like even that deals on some level on the um, the psychedelic uh, supernatural side. Yeah, yeah, that's so what reminded that's, me of it. So does the guy that, that played the, the guy role? that, no, the, that that's not the, canon to the Marvel universe. The as far as we know, no. The guy that okay. plays Legion. Yeah, Dan Stevens. The uh, he played Beast in Beauty and the Beast. He played. Huh. He's been in a few things. I mean, he's he's been around. I think he's waiting for his like very big kind of breakout role. There you go. And I, you know, I think this would be perfect for him. I think he's got that leading man charisma. I think he's got a little bit of dark side to him, which we saw in Legion. He's displayed that, like, you know, a little bit pompous, arrogant uh, side to Reed, where he, you know, he is the smartest man. He knows he can solve all of the world's problems. And and that, because of that, he, he needs to be kind of, you know, taken a step down by his, by his Sue. But um, at the end of the day, he is a good man. I think Dan Stevens can encapsulate all of that. Pretty good. All right. So uh, let's hear it, man. Let's hear you read. So I pick, like you said, I th- I always picture, like you said, Reed has has a has a, a hint of darkness to him, the same way Cyclops does as well. Um, but mm. later on, being that Reed becomes as powerful as he is in the universe in the Marvel universe, but um, I pictured someone that is. He's a very intellectual individual. He's a very, uh, he is family oriented. The problem with him in the dynamic is that Sue is expected to be the parent first, then the superhero at all times, or that, you know, it's always the parent before the woman versus Reed, who's always the scientist before the, before the husband. Very, very obsessive, very knowledgeable, very, you know, he's, he's, like you said, he's just a very focused on one thing, one track. And he's just at all times, but he, it's never any doubt that he's there to protect his family and protect everyone else around him. Um, with that, I went with Patrick Wilson from the conjuring. That's a good choice. That's a, that's a pretty good read. That's a pretty, pretty solid read. He's about the same age. Um, he's about the same age as who I picked is Jamie Lannister. Um, I think he's got about four years above Sue storm. He's around the same age actor-wise as, uh, what's it called, Tyler Perry. Um, but he has enough of a distance that he doesn't take. Uh, he almost has like a condescending, like you're you're an idiot kid towards um, with the age difference with who I picked for the Human Torch. He's just, that's who I, I picture him as just, that's who I thought of is his roles in The Conjuring. But also, I know it's CGI, but he can be physical like he was in Aquaman, so he's yeah. got. I was gonna say he's he's in uh, he's gonna be in pre production of of Aquaman, so yeah. So I think and he's, that and he's got two other. No, Aquaman two is already too. filmed, so yeah. yeah, good on that end. Well, so no, I think they, they still have to go back and uh, put you know Bruce Hamlet in everywhere uh, that uh, what's her name was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's who that's who I'm going with. That's why I picked all my guys to go on a kind of a darker, uh, more serious note with the film. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay. So. Do we get to do the the post credit extra peoples? We yeah. So this these will let's let's do these quick fire because this is a long episode already. No, it's great. It's great, and I know it takes a while. <laughs> no, so. it's, yeah. But um, so extra characters we're going to be casting include Mole Man, Galactus, yeah. Silver Surfer. Franklin and Valeria Richards. Okay. So who's your, uh, let's just rapid fire. Who's your mole man? All right. 
My mole man is a little tall for a mole man, but he's a very mole-like man. Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> oh, rad. <laughs> uh, very, picture... very mole-like individual. I just feel like he's... Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, so for Galactus, I had three choices. Wait, wait, wait. Let's do... Let's do... Okay. Let me do my mole man. Okay, Jim, yeah. Did you do mo mole man? you do mole man, Jim? I'll, no, when you say Molman, all I can think of is Hans Molman from <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> oh, and you could have the the Underminer. That's why Fantastic The Underminer. Yeah. Um, no, I, went, I don't wait, have a Molman. I got Zach Zach Greenier from uh, Fight Club. He played the boss who, who oh, Edward Norton beat. That guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's Molly. So yeah, mm. I that could happen. What is he up to? <laughs> I don't know. I've seen know. him in a movie since Fight Club. Who's um, your uh, did you cast Namor? I I didn't because we we have one. So okay. Yeah, I didn't if, do one. If I had a choice to get if if Namor wasn't cast yet, um, big fan of Luke Evans. And when you guys, as soon as you guys said uh, Norman Reedus, um, that was my other choice. For because uh, the, for him for for Namor, one of those two, okay. Luke Evans. Okay, you got a you got a Silver Surfer. Uh, I do. Uh, for my Silver Surfer, I have... So my first choice is, is uh, a little more in the box with what fan casts have said, and that is Lakeith Stanfeld. Who's that? He's been in a bunch of things. He was in uh, Sorry to Bother You. He was in... He's been in a lot of stuff recently, but he's um, he's just a good, good, cool guy. The other one is perhaps the more interesting and important choice. Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Herald of Galactus. He's, you know... It kind of be the... High. Somewhat of the same role, but it's you know he's got the high ground at all times. <laughs> I <laughs> I just thought you know like he is he has that like calm surfer demeanor, yeah. But at the same time, like he is he's like a little bit evil, a little bit good. There's there's a lot going on. I feel like you know since he doesn't really do anything anymore, I think that might be a good thing for him to for him to put on his resume. Yeah. Okay, Jim, what know. do you got? So I you know you think a surfer and you think of somebody who. You know, he's kind of got himself centered and everything. Um, but you remember some of his old movies. I chose Keanu Reeves, but I also fucker. have a backup. Yeah, fucker. Because I, I chose Keanu Reeves, <laughs> and I have a backup. Uh, yeah, I chose <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Um, he can play somebody who is kind of emotionless, but he he can also do more, emote more than that if, if he needs to for the role. Yeah. Yeah. He's also, um, Silver Surfer 6'3", Keanu Reeves is 6'1". So, he, like you said, it's just that, that blankness to him. Um, yeah. Very, very slender, surfery, uh, swimmer's body. Uh, who's your backup? Um, this is a little bit more outside of the box, uh, and it would be a stretch for the character, but I chose Scott Kahn. Um, Where would I, I know I, Scott Kahn from? Oh, Scott He's Con James Kahn's <laughs> kid. No. He's James Kahn's kid. You might know him from one of my favorite movies, Ocean's Eleven. He's uh, one of the two. He in there? He's, He's one kid. of the two brothers in Ocean's Eleven that were were like, you know, messing with each other the entire movie. Okay, it's good. But, it's got big um, side pork chops. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and, and, so I went. So. You took my you took my Keanu Reeves, but I had a backup, and I thought on my backup real fast as soon as you said his name, Alexander Skarsgård. All right, all right. I He's gonna do okay. double duty. I actually I had I had something written down for a while, and I wasn't sure if I was ever going to erase it, and it was 
to have Doug Jones play him, but just Doug, Doug, Doug Jones. Jones. Like, yeah. no no voiceover, it's just Doug Jones playing Silver Surfer. The, the yeah. physicality. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh my god, talk about tall and Because he, he played him in the Rise of the Silver Surfer, but it was oh, voiced he? over by... Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> I, I almost called him Bill something for some reason. So, yeah. Curtis, yeah. Science guy. So let's let's get into Galactus because if you say Keanu Reeves, you want to have uh, Lawrence Fishburne as Galactus? Yeah. So no. <laughs> no. I so I came up with the Galactus uh, while watching the Suicide Squad, and that led me to one man who I thought could do a good job having that high and mighty voice that I always picture Galactus with. Pete Davidson. Peter Capaldi. Okay. I think he yep. could be the voice of Galactus. My other two options were dead people, uh, but I'd like to give them anyway. <laughs> okay. I thought Max von Sydow or Orson okay. Welles would have been an amazing Galactus voice. Orson Welles. That yeah, that's 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 that was the caliber that I thought of with like the way he is as Unicron, as his mm. voice in Transformers. That's how I picture uh, Galactus's voice, and that's that's ultimately what led me to pick who I picked. Who was it? Who was it? Um, so my first one, originally I picked Graham McTavish, who plays the saint of all killers and preacher, uh, the guy with the really long hair. Yeah. Um, and then I thought about this, because uh, really when you're looking at Galactus, you're looking at two things, the mouth and the eyes and the voice. And, well, the third the third being the voice. I pictured Peter Weller as ro- mm. like the Robocop voice. It's just so, you know, all. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. That's exactly why I pictured. That's that's exactly what it was. I just pictured very emotionless, very just a dead voice, not from a dead guy. But uh, <laughs> and Galactus is old, and if you you just like I said, he's he's an older Harold because I, I hate the fact that everyone they always they're always pointing to Liam Neeson as Galactus. It's terrible. I don't think I've ever heard that, but yeah, I yeah, that was a long one. I don't because he's and all my guys. I mean, like Graham McTavish is pretty tall. Everyone, you, that's the biggest thing is like, I want to make sure that the voices and and everything and the characters match the physical appearance of these people. So All right. I think that matters. My, my Galactus, uh, well, you guys gave me a yellow card earlier for so, uh, breaking the rule with, with Carl Urban. Uh, this is definitely going to break the rule because, and you guys know who it is because we talked about it pre-production. Uh, I, I chose Idris Elba. Um, I know he's in the Thor movies, but Hemdale. I feel like his name? Heimdall. Um, Heimdall. Hemdall, yeah. And I really feel like they don't give him enough uh, as Hemdall, but they know. don't. I I think this is one thing where they could like do that. I th- I think it's well, okay if and, you're just using the voice because like he had issues with them. He had issues with with Marvel. Did they? Did like, he? Yeah, he had issues. He almost got the boot. He almost got Edward Norton. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to. I don't mean to say anything, but watch Love and Thunder. That's all right. Um, but you know, I, so, I, he, so, I don't think he's opposed to working with him again. Is all I'm saying by that yeah. comment. Um, I, I think else. that you know it's a character that's going to be eighty percent CGI anyway. Yeah, that's why I went with. It. That's why it was important to do with the voice and and the the face for me. Yeah, I mean, when I say the presence, I I mean more the the voice presence as well as the acting presence. That's the thing, man. That voice. He's got such a nice, lovely voice. Very English. I mean, he's he's the he, <laughs> he's the current equivalent to the voice of Darth Vader, as far as I'm concerned. He just has such a good voice. A man crushing. 
Saba. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So real quick, do you have a post post credit credit? Yeah. Okay. So, so Franklin and Valeria Richards, uh, however you want to introduce them and make them 12 years old all of a sudden. Um, so for those two, for Valeria, I, <laughs> that, that would be very off. Um, hey. but, but for Valeria, I had two options and I'm going with, uh, the second option I'll say, but my first one was, um, the girl who plays tiny princess Leia and Obi-Wan. I think, Oh she, yeah. She could do it. She could play tiny Valeria. Leia. Valeria Richards, uh, but I think who would be uh, good for her now is Julia Butters from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The uh, she's yeah. the like little girl who like schools Leo in that one scene. I think she would be a great Valeria. Is she that age? Uh, yeah, she's like thirteen, so yeah. that that should be about right. Uh, another male actor who's thirteen was really hard to find. Uh, I haven't even seen the movie that he's in. But for Franklin, I'm going with Walker Scoble from uh, The Atom Project. Okay. He plays, yeah. oh, he plays okay. the young Brian Reynolds. Okay. Yeah. He does I, a really good job. Yeah. Yeah, because I definitely picture him as a little wise guy kid. Yeah. He's actually smart at the same time. Yeah. Do you have any post-post credit, credit, credit people? After, just, after just, all just, that? That just shows up, not so much an actor, just a... a, a uh, CGI Stanley just... is Willie Lumpkin. No, <laughs> no, I don't know. No, that's that's it. That's all I got, though. Co- Cosmic Ghost Rider. Cosmic Ghost Rider. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Introduce Galactus and Silver Surfer first in the first post credit, and then you know have him cackling on the way, like the crazy one. Just he just speeds by. You just see like a like a lit whip, and then some Fucking... some motorcycle riding through space. Yeah, with a cackle it, it, or something the, hilarious. Yeah. The equivalent to Lobo, but Lobo is DC. That's yeah. That's that's. That's what I picture is like him showing up in that that manner. So pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's all I got. All right, and that's all I got, and I assume cool. that's all Jim's got, unless he says otherwise yeah. right now. No. Okay. <laughs> well, there we go. All right. Um, that's uh, that's our fun, that's guys. our Fantastic Four. Actually, uh, before we wrap this up, let's just go over our our list again. For Reed, I got Dan Stevens. For Sue, I got Gillian Jacobs. For Johnny, I got Fred Hackinger. For The Thing slash Ben Grimm, I got Jake Johnson. Dr. Doom's Alexander Skarsgård. Uh, Galactus is Peter Capadilly, Silver Surfer, Hayden Christensen. Uh, Mole Man, Rowan Atkinson, Franklin Walker-Scoble, Valeria Julia Butters. And all directed by Matthew Vaughn under the guise that this is going to be a movie with characters pulled from the 60s uh, back into the modern day MCU. Okay. I got, <laughs> like uh, the Brady Bunch movie. Yeah, yeah rad. I got uh, Reed Richards as Patrick Wilson, Victor Von Doom, Nicholas Coster Walladow. Yep, yep. Uh, Sue Storm, Rosamund Pike, uh, Ben Grimm, Tyler Perry, uh, Johnny Storm, Sean Sippos, Galactus. Uh, I'm going to go with Peter Weller. Um, a couple of whatever. The other guys I mentioned, uh, director uh, Darren Aronofsky. This is going to be a, uh, you know, how I described it before. Uh, so for Reed Richards, I, my choice was uh, Rami Malek. Uh, Sue Storm was going to be Selena Gomez. Johnny Storm is going to be Matthew Lillard. I know. I don't care about the age. Uh, ben Grimm, I'm going to stick with uh, Donald Faison. Uh, Dr. Doom was, uh, you know, the Swiss Army Knife. Uh, Carl Urban. Uh, Galactus Idris Elba, because we love his voice. 
and Silver Surfer. I'm going to go with Keanu Reeves. I want to know what our uh, listeners are thinking. Uh, with that, I'm going to ask them to go to uh, Facebook, uh, if you're still on Facebook, and look for Media Monsters and uh, tell us what you think. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Enough said. Enough said. All right. See you guys. Have a great week. Bye-bye.